I'll tell you a little story that happened. I'll tell you something fascinating. Shmuley, I want you to hear this. These, when I literally, I'm not, I'm not talking from, the guys know I'm not from, I'm not into from speak. I like authentic, real, there's not to talk from. I physically have an excitement when I get to these parishes, a real, I say physically, it's not a physical thing, but an excitement, not a, not a work, dog, oh, you know, so as a guy wants to get somewhere, he says, isn't it great, I love davening, no, you don't. But you're trying to get yourself to love it. In these weeks, parishes, Bereshis, Nayach, Lech Lecha, Chayesara, I get literally excited. It's typically a hard time. The young Taifim are over. Simchas Taifim is over. Zman Simchasenu. And people have a certain, we all have a certain sadness to leave the young Taifim. And a comfort to me always is these parishes. I get it. I'm like excited about these parishes. Like, where did I get that from? Why am I excited about these parishes? My Rebbe studied with us. Maish, I want you to hear this. Naftali, my Rebbe learned these parashas with us. He spoke about Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, the Avais. He made it so real to us. In these parashas, our Tata Avram came home. Or rather, we returned to Avram Avinu's house. We were back with Avram Avinu. And he spoke to us about Avram Avinu, the Friday Chumashir, the, uh, the Musar Vadim, just being around him. He spoke about the other Saktoshim. So we push it, felt Avram was like we were back with the Tata. Uncle White every year made the same stupid mistake. Every year he infuriated us how Cousin Light just was so dumb. And every year we couldn't believe he'd make the same as stupid mistake. Every year we were reintroduced, we came back with the family. We always couldn't get over how wicked Uncle Esav was growing up in our tata's home. Like it was like shocking yearly how bad Esav was. But he painted such a picture to us of these parishes. I was always so excited about these parishes. My friends and I were excited about these parishes. It has lasted till today that I'm excited. I really want to jump to the end of Nayak and talk about Avram Avinu. Avram shows up. Like, forget everything else. But there are other things that are important to talk about. But when, I want to tell you that when my Rebbe wrote a book about his father, and I was so... I, I felt it was so neat to read that he wrote that in his home... My friends and I always said this about my Rebbe, what he did for us. And he wrote that his father used to speak about the others and all the people in Sefer Bereshit, it was so real, he wrote in his father's house, Avram Avinu showed up, Uncle Light, and, and Uncle Esav, he said that his father, Eli, did that for his family. So I, I found that fascinating, his father did that for his family, and he in turn did it for us, me and my friends. I want to speak though, we'll get to Avram Avinu, Be'ez Hashem, the Tata Avram shows up in this week's parasha. But I want to, this morning, talk about something extremely fundamental in Yiddishkeit. Something that, this fundamental, Yisaydistik. Who just asked what fundamental means? Uh, fundamental means Yisaydistik. 
It means that important, important, extremely important. It, a lot is built on this. It, foundational. It's uh, this aside. This point. This point is one of a lot of confusion. I think we're taught very. I think many people are taught wrong about this, and I want to give it over right. And in this week's parsha comes out the right attitude on this. I would like to learn this Aki together. The right attitude. The beginning of Nayach, we're, we're introduced to a world, the end of Sefer Bereshus Eli, in the beginning of Nayach, a world that has corrupted. A world that's not living the way it can. You have to understand, Hashem makes this gorgeous world full of attractive things that make us happy, full of all different allures, things that pull us. In the middle of this beautiful, fascinating world, He sticks a man down. And man has the possibility to rise above the world. He's in the world, but he can become big, can connect to his creator, to Hashem. Become an elevated... We all know how big man can be. When you meet a big person, you're with Reb Chaim Brim. In our yeshiva, you see somebody like Reb Kestenbaum, you get an idea if somebody could be big. If somebody would watch Reb Kestenbaum's day, the man is up, Four, four, thirty. I don't know his schedule. Something not exactly, just the reality. He learns to late at night. You could just, you could just follow him around and look at his day. The man, the hours that that yid puts in learning, the amount that he does in a day in learning and reaching out and chesed. Besides being a husband, a father, unbelievable person. You could see man can become very great, and man can sink to very low levels. Man can get totally absorbed in this world and sink badly. And the world has sunk. People are running, they've gone mad. They're running after temptations. They're hurting one another. To the lowest levels, man sank. The Psukim describe what's going on by, the, by humanity. Akiva, check this out. So listen to some Psukim. And there's something that sticks out. The Torah writes subtly. Hashem talks to us subtly. He expresses things. He wants us to pay attention to subtle words. Listen to what Hashem describes. And the Oretz, the earth, corrupted in front of Hashem. And the earth was filled with robbery. Hashem sees the Oretz and it's corrupt. Every physical thing had corrupted as Darkai, his way, Al. Ha'aretz, you guessed it. It's the end of all humanity. For the earth is full of robbery. I'm going to destroy Es Did everybody get some, a funny feel here? Man has corrupted Yehuda. I want you to take that phone and hand it to Menachem. Thank you so much. Yehuda, man has corrupted and messed up. Man has messed up. They've done, they've done bad stuff. And the psukim should highlight man's corruption. But exactly that's not what happens. The psukim, in a strange way, are talking about the, the corruption of the world, of the earth. Is this about the globe? 
You know, it sounds like they're these quacks that all day long speak about, you know, the, the global warming and stuff. The, the, could you worry about doing a nice thing to somebody? Like, worry about yourself for a minute. They're all busy helping God. God's doing fine. Could you, could you be nice to your wife? Could you act with a little morals? Could you, they're worried about global warming. Could you worry about the preachers all over, the craziness of our society? But the but the psukim, why is it so focused on the arets, the earth? Six times we just read the word arets, it shouldn't have been once. If you're reading the psukim, Vatishakit says the earth corrupted. The earth corrupted? Man corrupted, not the earth. What are you making this about the world, Hashem? Why is our Creator talking so much about the world? The earth corrupted of the earth, the arets. Humanity, people. If there, there, are two, there are two types of individuals, guys. I was in Eretz Yisrael. I was on a tour. My wife and I hired a guy. When I was a bucher, I didn't see anything in Eretz Yisrael. I didn't travel. When I got married, I got very curious to see the land. So my wife brought me around Eretz Yisrael. Gorgeous. Well, I brought me around the Holy Land. And we hired a guy on one particular tour to drive us around. I don't remember 12 hours. I don't remember how much time for hours we paid him. He was a tour guide showing us around. I do not get curious by things. I like people, not things. And he's showing us this and that. I am bored out of my brains. I just don't care about this stone, that stone. It was just, it didn't, it didn't grip me. In the middle of the tour, he mentions that my elderly parents live on a settlement he points, my elderly parents live there so I say, can we visit them he's like, what? Like, he's doing his tour, I said, forget that we'll pay you everything we said, you're great you're absolutely. I'd like to meet you, you're such a great guy I want to meet your parents so he said he never got that request, he calls his parents the rest of the tour with his parents was the best part of the trip <laughs> beautiful Yidden, we hung out with them, that, all the history of the people are rich, I like people not things People, the schmack, live human beings. Beautiful. It was so inspiring. There was such interesting, wonderful. That was the history of the land, the people. So you're in, if you're into people and you hear this, you go out of your mind. Hashem's talking about people who have made bad decisions. And six times, Maish, He talks about the corruption of the earth. The earth, the, the land, the earth, people corrupted. The earth was full of robbery, the earth. People were stealing. Who talks like this? The earth was full of chamas. People robbed. God is staring at the ground. He looks at the... What are you looking at the aretz for? Behold, it was corrupt. People. People. It's not about earth. It's not about earth. It's about people. Because every man had corrupted Allah's. I wasn't sure a man was standing. I thought he was flying. Every man was corrupt. He was corrupt on the ground. Can you imagine? I tell you, Eli, I threw out a Bach at Yeshiva. Why? You know, he didn't know a Bachar's name when he was standing on the ground. <laughs> hey, buddy. 
It's all to do with anything. He didn't, it all to do with anything. He's an idiot that he didn't know another Bach in Yeshiva's name. He's, he deserves to be thrown out. What's on the Oritz? Does it matter where he was standing? He's on the ground. He doesn't know his name is an idiot. If you don't care to know another Yid in Yeshiva's name, you're out of your mind. Allah Oritz. Allah Oritz on the earth. On the earth. <laughs> You make it sure you have all the names. The child is your eyesight. What is the word? What? It's the Akhavari. He just came. But I say you guys an idiot for not knowing a name. It's like Amaratsus. It's terrible to be ignorant. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. But at least if you're trying, the point, what's terrible is you don't care that you're ignorant. Not to know a guy in Yeshiva's name. You're in, you're in Yeshiva together. You're one Yeshiva. If you care and you try, we'll we all try our best. If you're disinterested, you have something wrong. You, a Yid, a ben how can you not be? You, you want to know his name. He's a Yid. It, it doesn't make sense. It's like, it, it's, it's logically, it's, it's He's, he's a fellow Yid, a, a Bachar, that you're disinterested in knowing his name is, is corrupt. But the Ketzer Advarim is, why is it Al Ha'aretz? Why Al Ha'aretz? That's the question. So I want to, this, this is what I want to suggest, this is what I want to tell them, this, this is the Pshat. I say, what's going on here, there's clearly one thing I, I think everybody could agree here, Shalom Aisha, Naftali Shlita. We could all agree something's up here. Is there a valid object? I don't like forced things. I'm, there's not propaganda. I'm trying to... You read these psukim, you read these psukim, at least something's up. God is seeing, and I would see, you know, you're sitting next to God, you and God looking at something, and you're observing, and you want to know what you're observing. I'm observing people that have messed up, and Hashem's talking about an earth that's corrupt, an aretz, and a huge stress on the aretz. So I want it, I want, this is what I, Menachem, I want you to hear this well. This is what I want you to hear. <clears throat> Our relationship to this world is of such confusion. If I had to list the top five things that kids, that Bachram, that teenagers, and I dare say adults and Kalyungalite are confused about, I would say top five that people with beards down to are confused about and are wrong. Not not all the different ways to look at wrong. I would say top five, this area corrupts many and much is taught that is so devastating it scares me. If I had to say that if I had to say reasons that many had struggled with Yiddishkeit is the lack of understanding of this would be high up on the list. And what I want to tell the guys is our relationship to this world is a point of mass confusion, Shalom Aisha. You look out in the world, Hashem made a nice world. 
it's, it's very fitting to say this in the fall. You walk that park, gorgeous. The trees look like a fire. You see the red, yellow, orange, beautiful sights. Really stunning. You look at a beautiful world, and then you ask ourselves, where do we... Hashem made this really nice world full of nice pleasures, full of things, by the way, we desire. We have taifa, we really like this world. And there's a lot about this world that lures us. And I ask you, did Hashem create a monster who holds a temptation by us and he's the bad guy who you're supposed to avoid? He's all bad. You know you have that friend, that guy in the community who's just everybody knows the bad guy. Avoid at all costs. He has a horrible reputation and all parents tell their children don't hang with him. Every community has such a him. He's just bad. So God makes this world that's just bad. And somehow, but we're so tempted to hang out with him. We're so tempted to connect to him, but he is bad. He's the bad guy who will send us to our destruction. Is that our view of Eulam You know, in camp, in camp, I'm giving, I'm, giving, I'm giving learning groups, and right outside the windows, beautiful grass. They actually made a football field pretty close to my shear room, the window. You're looking out at a nice football field. That's all the devil. Come, guys, look down. Learn, learn, learn. Let's go. That world, bad, 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 bad. And guys, don't look. All that is just a temptation. Is that our view of Eulam I ask you in a serious way, in an honest way. This is not if the answer is yes. Elmazeh is bad, it's the devil. And our job is we're not meant for that. Guys, 80 years from now, 100 years from us, a place called Elmazeh, it's completely real, and for eternity you'll get reward, you and I. This world, bad. Forget, give up these 80 to 100 years. Just don't, just don't, don't do it, don't, don't engage in this world, don't. You don't want Eulamazeh. For eternity, you'll get rewarded. It's to be avoided. Is that, is that our view of Eulamazeh? Of the beautiful world Hashem made? I dare say. It's not to be avoided. The answer to this question is a resounding no. It's against the first word of the Torah. It's funny, if you're going to break a din and tell you, at least break something and say for Tvarim, like, like, you know, keep the book a little bit, you know. You, you broke the first word of the Torah, if you think this way. The first word of the Torah is voracious. And Hashem says, I made the entire beautiful world. Bishvil Rashis. Bishvil Yisrael Shenikra Rashis. The entire world is made for the Yid. The entire beautiful world is meant for the service of man. The Messiah Sisharim, which we're starting to study, the Messiah Sisharim, and we've already said many Shiorim on the first parak, you just don't know it yet. The Messiah Sisharim in his first parak speaks about purpose of man. And he says we have three purposes of existence. To do mitzvahs, to pass tests, and to get a relationship to God. To become close to Hashem. 
You know, relationship, real. I'm not talking about something fake. People, people don't know about relationships. The words are very cheap. But I always say a Rebbe, a, a, a Bakr should have a connection to his Rebbe. So Rebbe will tell me, yeah, sure, sure, we're very close. Close, you're not close. They don't know what a relationship is. The relationship is built, there's openness, there's understanding. Oh, you don't remember, you're not close to the guys. Relationship. You're supposed to have a relationship to God. Close to Him. You have a personal relationship. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Talk to him. And, and, and number two is included in number three by getting close to Him. Relationship. So, Effie points out that one of the ways of having a relationship is just Shah himself points it out as through the mitzvahs. Correct. One of the ways. One of the ways. The three purposes, Yechiel of life. Three purposes. No, 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 no talking like that. There are three purposes of life. There's to do mitzvahs, pass nisyainis, and to get a relationship to God. Those are the three purposes, Yechiel. Says the Messiah to Sharman, you see a beautiful world, Effie. A beautiful world. Where does that fit in? He's so honest. It's so refreshing. Where does that fit in? Where's Chaim? Where's Chaim? Chaim Gulish. I don't see him. Okay. Yehuda. Yehuda. The Messiah Sisharim is so honest. See, yes, I said the purpose of life is these three things. So, Eli Unger, what's with the beautiful world? Where's that? Where does that fit in? And he says something shocking, Kiva. I expect him and expect him every time I read it to say, that's a challenge. We're supposed to have challenges. That's the challenge. It's not what he says. Shocking. Each time it's shocking anew. He doesn't say this world is for challenges. He says it's for Yishav Hadas. It's for the tranquility to allow us to focus on the other three things. Which Rabbi said, what he says is the purpose of the world is the great backdrop for the sincere Ever Hashem to serve Hashem. To have the tranquility, the calmness, the serenity necessary to serve Hashem. All the beautiful things of this world were created to assist the learner of Hashem. It makes me crazy that we teach kids, and I've told you this before, we teach kids about taiva, that as if it's like the dark side of man. We teach a kid, you, you like girls, whoa, taiva, pizza, taiva is beautiful. You have taiva, wonderful. One day you're going to build a beautiful family. Excellent, excellent, excellent. A matter of fact, the reason why our youth can't stop looking at inappropriate things is because they're not taught this. Because if it's just something, the dark side, I can't hold back. You, you know what's wrong with pritzos, with seeing inappropriate things? Is the same thing wrong dancing on a Sefer Torah? Because the Sefer Torah is meant to learn from. To jump on a Sefer Torah and play basketball on a Sefer Torah is wrong because it has an elevated, exalted purpose to learn from. Taiva is meant to serve Hashem. Taiva is meant to build a family. So it's so precious to mess it up like that, to use it for something else is so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate, it's so profoundly wrong. What are you doing? Corrupting so holy, corrupting something, actually you can become a creator with Hashem, a partner with Hashem, 
the most powerful thing a human being can do. You could partner up with Hashem and create. There, you know, all of humanity, we like being creative. We're born to be creative. And we have the power of creativity in the most profound ways, and you're you, misusing it. The bottom line is, Rabbi Say. The bottom line is, Hevra, is that this world is meant to assist the servant of Hashem. That's the purpose of the world. But the following thing happens in this beautiful world. When man utilizes the world and doesn't get caught in the world, he actually rises above the world, utilizes the world to elevate above the world. He takes the pleasures and uses it in the proper way, in the proper framework. But he rises and grows and utilizes the world, right? Who misala? He has an Eluian elevation. And the world is elevated with him. And when he corrupts, when he corrupts, he gets destroyed. The world gets corrupted with him. Now I want to say something. Please listen. Please listen. The world, Rabbi said, there's two choices when you have the world. You can remain a Ben Adam who utilizes the world right. You remain your identity of a stagger, a grown person, a sincere person. And the world is there as an assistant, a great assistant. Or you can get sucked up by the world. You can lose your identity of a Ben Adam and be mevata yourself to the world. I, would, I, would, the, I don't have a great analogy. The cro- closest analogy, this is not a great visual. I'm going to work on a better visual. Picture as follows. Somebody entrusts you. Somebody entrusts you. It's not a great muscle at all. But there's a kid, a very a young kid, confused. And your job is to lead him to great places. You can remain your special, awesome self and lead this kid. You're supposed to connect him and then lead him to great places, Avi. And we can connect to this kid and lead him. Or you can get so impacted by him that he takes you over. And your values and your ideals get corrupted and you just get corrupted with this kid. You move into a room in the dorm. You move into a room in the dorm and you have a roommate. You have a roommate who's, who's maybe has, has all different types of challenges. And you're an elevated guy. You can stay elevated, connect and bring him with you. Or you can get swallowed up by his shenanigans. When we're put on this earth, we can get swallowed up by Oilam We can get the word is Shakua and Oilam totally engulfed and engrossed in Oilam Stop rising and just use the world with the Yeshiva Das and the way it was designed. You can get completely absorbed by this world. I suspect, Rabbi Isai, the Psukim describe Hashem seeing the earth. Man ceased to exist. He was swallowed up by the earth. Instead of utilizing the earth, he was shakua in the earth. Instead of utilizing the world that is tantalizing, but it's meant as a place and a way it's supposed to be used, man can become absorbed in the earths. Completely shakua, forgetting his mission, forgetting the earth is only a backdrop to a steiging. But becoming shakua is so physical. I was at a meeting where people were debating a certain, they were debating a whole real estate question. I was asked to come to this meeting. 
And one of the things that hit me is how absorbed in physical things a man can be to the point of you forgot your greatness. You forgot your Tzelem Elohim. You forgot your whole mission, your whole self, your whole essence. Literally, a guy would go to a dorm who was a precious, sincere. Picture you have a guy who's a giver. He's just a wonderful person. And he has a roommate who's not so great. And he goes to that room, and then you wait for what emerges. It could emerge two precious people. That's the dream. Or you can emerge two people that become bad. Who impacts who? The arets, when used properly, man has the world gets elevated with him. When a human being lives right, lives powerfully, powerfully, powerfully right, when he lives focused, he rises and the world rises with him. He utilizes the world right, everything has an aliyah with him. But when man gets so enamored by this world, so drawn and gets shakua sucked into the world, he no longer utilizes it right, then no longer a man remains. I suspect Hashem's message to us in looking at a world and describing the corruption of the Aretz. Weren't there people? The answer is the people stop being. The world, he says, the Aretz filled with robbery. Aretz wasn't their man. But why precisely did man rob? They got so sucked into this world, grabbing, taking, they forgot the Ben Adam, the person with his ability to be sincere, to be truthful, to be godly. They forgot about what an Adam could and should be. So all Hashem sees is an earth. For man has run after the world, run after physicality, and actually sees to exist. Hashem from heavens looks down and doesn't see people. It's like amazing. The whole psukim speak about Allah Haaretz, Allah on the land. Hashem sees land. There are people, hello. People are more important than land, but all he sees is land, not people. For the people have run after Elam Azaz and ends. No longer as a means, no longer as an assistant, but they've run after. They become all about Elam Azaz. There's a Bachar sitting here whose grandfather and my father for about 40 years would go every Friday and play ball together. For, for 40 years, 35, 40 years, they would play ball, they play paddle ball together for 40 years. I always thought to myself, when they would play paddle ball, I went for many, many years. I spent my childhood Fridays, rain, snow, sleet, warm, all different weather. They, that was like a religious. They were playing every Friday paddle ball. And usually on the paddleball court, you see an inner city guy. They usually, I don't know if they can't afford rackets. They're usually playing with their hand, handball. They have these like gloves that like the, the cut out on the finger. And they're playing handball. And I would watch as a kid, and I would think to myself, my father, these two rabbeim are playing paddleball. And on the court, all around them are surrounded inner city youth playing handball. And it looks like they were doing the same thing. Hey, they have the, they have the gloves, they have the rackets, but Pachasayaiser, it looks like they're doing the same thing. It looks like they're both living the same way. But it would occur to me as I was getting older, it would occur to me, unbelievable difference. They're both playing paddleball, true. By these by this by this court, they're paddleball, their life's about the service of Hashem. And then they take the wonderful joys of camaraderie, friendship, competition, things that are fun and nice, and they utilize it in a nice way. 
to reinvigorate themselves, to dedicate themselves to Hashem. So it's a nice outlet, giving their bodies some relaxation. And they take and it's so perfectly used, so perfectly used, Hashem's beautiful world with its gifts of friendship, with its gifts of competition, things that we enjoy, so intelligently used to assist man. And on the court over, that it's so different what's happening. They're both playing the same game, but oh my gosh, are they, it's a different world. Oilam Hazah is beautiful and it was designed for you and I to use right. To use right to assist us, to always stay focused on our mission. Don't become bottled to the paddleball wall. Don't become a piece of the wall. Stay in Adam who's thriving and growing. And utilize the wall and the ball in order to continue to thrive and grow. Don't become part of the wall. Don't become the ball. Don't become the ball. Utilize the ball. Utilize the ball. Don't become a shtick ball. Don't become a, a ball. I think when Hashem looks down and describes the corruption of the Oretz, because man ceased to exist as a Ben Adam, he just was mevat himself to that earth that Hashem created, and he created it not to have man be mevat himself to it, to have man properly utilize it, but all the while looking up and growing and trying to become better and bigger. But the person who just sucked into physicality, just kulei shakua and gashmias, Kulei Shakua in this world loses himself. He loses what it means to Ben Adam, a human being with his strivings that we have equally. Let's be honest, we're fascinating. We have in us the allure of this world for certain and we have in us craving for Ruchnius. The job is that the craving for Ruchni is always utilizing the craving for Ruchnius and the world is used as a CU, as a help. As an assistant, Yeshiva Das, to calm ourselves down, always growing and, and, and steiging. That's, that's our view of El Mazen. So when I said that there are many that misunderstand, there are many who think that our view of Eilam is some terrible place. The pleasures are wonderful and they're meant for you and I. We don't go to other worlds. There are teenagers who run to other worlds for their attempt at Eilam It's like a comedy show. The, the analogy I would give is if the guys, every afternoon we bring donuts to the base medrash. We give donuts to the base medrash. Here's the analogy, listen to this. We have donuts in the base medrash every afternoon for the learners. We want to reinforce the masmidim of the yeshiva, so we have donuts. Now the guy goes back to the dorm after and he has some crumbs on himself and the crumbs fall off in the dorm from all the learners. The crumbs fall off their shirts. So in the dorm, the epis on the floor is some scattered crumbs. Because, you know, the guy came back. Maybe he got a little in his beard. He wiped it off in the dorm. There's some crumbs in the dorm. You'd have a bacher who wants a diner. So he runs to the dorm to get the crumbs. But you don't got to run to get the crumbs. They're in the base medrash. The donuts are in the base medrash. That's what they're for. It's true there's some crumbs there. For whatever reason, people get dirty and shake it off. The pleasures of the world are here. They're meant for us. This world, the beauty of the world is here. It's not anywhere else. I laugh at the youth who sees a rave, who sees nonsense. It's like, oh, that's nothing. It's nothing. Olam Azeh is nothing. The, the, the joys of Olam Azeh were meant for the base Medrash. They're utilized properly to serve Hashem. They use the pleasure of a rave for 
there's no such thing pleasure of a rave. The camaraderie, Taifa is meant to get married. The camaraderie is meant to, camaraderie is very important. A Talmud Chacham is called the Chavra, it's called friendship. Camaraderie is important. All the joys of the world are meant to assist the learner, the servant of Hashem. That's what they were created. Are there crumbs elsewhere? Yes. Are there joys elsewhere? Very fleeting? Yes. That wasn't the purpose of the world. That wasn't the purpose, that wasn't the way to utilize the world. That isn't the geschmack in the world. There's a Mishnah. It says, those that learn, It's nothing short of a Mishnah. This, I believe, Rabbi Isai, is extremely important as we read Sefer Bereshis to understand this. If somebody follows Sefer Bereshis, Avi, we'll end with this. Somebody, we do want to get the Shiurim. If somebody follows Sefer Bereshis, Sefer Bereshis is Hashem talking to us, and He first creates a beautiful world. And watch what happens. He creates a beautiful world, and, then, and, and it starts the, Hashem's focus on this beautiful world. And then Hashem zones into one family. There's God writing this. He's talking about the world. You know how large the world is? You know how much is in the world? And then Hashem's view tunnels in right to Avram Avinu and his family. Yitzhak Yaakov. And what happened? There's a whole big world. A whole big world. Man is a very small piece of this earth. Minuscule. You ever looked from a plane the size of man? A few ants running around. You ever saw from a plane? Looks like a couple of ants on the floor. Hashem talks about the creation of the world, and then our Creator zones in, not just on a human being, which is surprising enough, but He zones in. A lot of families live, die, born, die, come, go. And then He zones in on one family. One human being who lives right, who lives truthfully, his name is Avram, he's our tata. He lives right and Hashem zones in right on him. All the world was created for such a human being. The whole world was created for the connection to this man. So the creator of this beautiful world then zones in on this one man. For all he created was for this one man. For the truest, sincere person who utilizes the world right. Avram was rich, mighty rich, extremely rich. Avram was famous. Things people crave for, he had. Why do he want fame? We all crave fame. Fame is very important, extremely. All of us want to be famous. You know why you want to be famous? Because it's important to be famous. Because our father was famous. Because the greatest thing we could do is be Mekad Hashem Shemayim. The more we are known, the more we can be Mekad Hashem Shemayim. A life being anonymous, a life of, of, of being unknown, I can't be Mekad Hashem Shemayim. I can't bring an honor to Hashem's name. So Avram Avinu was famous. He was famous to accomplish what the Kiddush Shemayim needed to accomplish. He was rich because idealism cost money. And he was able to fund his idealism. He ran this unbelievable college of learning Hashem that thousands, tens of thousands studied by. So Avram Avinu was rich. We will continue tomorrow. Believe that we're going to learn about Avram Avinu. We're going to introduce him to Avram Avinu, but that will happen tomorrow. Rabbi Sayyid, it's now 12. 